bro. Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no one gives a fuck about. Yo, yo, yo. I am your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Wynn. And welcome. This is our 23rd episode. Oh, shit. And this week, unlike last week, it is just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> no guests this week. Just us and Fumi's tank top. And my tank top. You like it? This is how I sleep. This is my pajama. Do you? Yeah, that's disturbing. <laughs> I feel like the pajama industry is really taking a big hit because nobody wears pajamas. nobody wears pajamas anymore. Yeah, nobody does. it's gotten to a point where there's so much pressure, you know, for looking cool and stuff that people feel pressure to look cool even when they're sleeping. So like, oh, this is like something that I might have somebody might have worn, you know, back in 2005 to school or to when they like, went yeah, to the beach or something. Play basketball. Yeah, play basketball. But like, this is just like what I wear when I'm all alone masturbating in the darkness. Oh. This is, I I wear a suit and tie when I do that. <laughs> you dress up for the occasion. You know, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, you gotta keep uh, romantic. You know, the, the, the spice in the relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just uh, you just went to yet another wedding. Like, I did. Four hundredth this 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 week or yep. this month. Yep. Or whatever. Yep. Um, it was it was good. It was it was white. Uh, I've only been to, <laughs> I've only been to white. You know, it was white because they formed the conga line, like one of those oh, dancing yeah. trains. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. I think it is illegal to form conga lines. Uh, in anywhere where they originally would have done it, like in Latin America, <laughs> you know how to do con- like, sir, sir, senor, you cannot That's... do a conga line anymore. No, no, no. Um, is, uh, for gringos. I was asking my barber because I my my barber's Japanese, and I was talking to him about all these weddings I'm going to, and I said I've never been to a Japanese wedding before. Like, what is that like? Oh, what yeah, do they do? Word. It's so fucking Japanese. They said that first of all, nobody dances. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's dancing. It's, it's not a fun occasion. No, it's not fun. He said it's not fun. It's very formal. Wow. Even when it's not like the traditional, it doesn't have to be a kimono. It, you could be wearing a suit. You right, could be you in a hotel. A yeah. It could look very Western, but it's very formal. Huh. And instead of like the best man and the bridesmaid giving speeches about like I met Mike when I was six years yeah, old yeah, and we yeah. used to touch dicks. <laughs> like instead of that, he said that usually your boss from work oh, really? will come. Whoa. Yes, and give some speech about how you progressed in your career. Oh, okay. And like how he blesses your because it's very common in Japan to like find a job and stay at that job for, for like life. forever. Yeah. So and it's, it's slowly changing, but for the most part, that's still the case. And so wow. your boss fucking does that. And I was just thinking, like, dude, I don't like that would not fly in America. That would be terrible. Can Ew. you imagine, like, you know, your boss from Burger King and shit? <laughs> yeah, no, your shift manager. Also, it really depends on where you work. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, like, fine. You work at Sony, and that's like, okay, this guy's like probably pretty like fancy. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're just like a regular dude, you know, like working at Seven Eleven. All right, my shift leader Daryl here. So, <laughs> uh, I've been working with him for three months. He's gonna give me a little a speechy speech. Um, there's Vietnamese wedding. We can uh-huh. get we can get into this. Yeah. Vietnamese weddings are ridiculous they're always at a place like a chinese banquet place right okay, they okay. always have na- you know the the, the restaurant is called like seafood queen mm-hmm. or seafood <laughs> like capital or like king, yep. king of the seafood always has the word seafood in okay it. okay and it's a big old place yeah we don't really do the open bar thing we do a thing where every table already has liquor mm. so every table will have coke seven up and then either grand marnier remy or hennessy wow why because those three because we we took the worst part of the French culture and we were like, <laughs> this is tight. Like, we just took those things. 
So if you go to a Vietnamese re- a wedding, and then so there's those straight bottles of those things, and yeah. people just do shots of those. Oh my god! And then god. as the you know at, when the bride and groom comes over, he does a shot with you, and he's like super wasted by that time. So we don't have like I mean of course it it varies as you yeah kind of go. This is kind of more like you know 90s early 2000s y yeah. You know, um, but that's very like a Vietnamese. There's, you know, the girl wears the Aozai, which is a Vietnamese outfit. Uh-huh. The, the, the guy will sometimes wear that. Usually he wears a tux. Usually it's white. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you want to be Jet Li from Oh, my Lethal God. This is amazing. Yeah. This and, is amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah. And then, like, uh, we do, um, you know, the thing where, like, you, you clank your spoon against the... Oh, that's very thing. Western. That's yeah. very Western, too. Yeah, but, like, yeah, we yeah, do yeah. that and, you know, they kiss and stuff like that. They're always, like, sitting on, like, like the big stage part. Yeah. And, um... There is, there's usually is dancing actually. There's dancing, very bad dancing. We always play that, um, what's that song? You know, oh, wait, the saxophone thing? Yeah, they, they play the song. What's that song called? Is um, it George Michael? Yes, yes. I'm never gonna dance again. Yes, yes. Vietnamese yes. people love that song. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We heard that shit and we're like, oh, this is our shit now. <laughs> we're going to claim it. It is. And so we, we always play that song. We, we like play all these versions of it. And Wow. Um, that's a very Vietnamese wedding. There's always a um, an MC kind of person. Okay. And this person, not always, not, I wouldn't even say most of the time, but sometimes is a, um, shall we say, flamboyant man. <laughs> is he Vietnamese? He's, he's Vietnamese. And he's known in the community as being wink, wink. Wow, the flamboyant guy. Really, we don't, we don't say anything about it, but he's like he's really has a lot of makeup on. Okay, he usually has long hair. He will wear like a ridiculous outfit, Elton Johnish look. <laughs> and Vietnamese people are just sort of like, well, that's you know, that's his job. That's tan for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but this is like a stereotype. Like, oh, we gotta get the DJ, and then if a DJ looks like me, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, why, why don't you it's talk sort to of Tan? Like, it's sort of like a fun thing to have a like a really ridiculous MC. Oh my god! And he'll like sing and dance and stuff like that, and he'll do like he does kind of like the wedding singery thing. Oh, and uh, it's it's totally cool. It's totally cool. We don't like judge him or anything. Like I, that. You know, I love that because I was just thinking at this wedding that I was at. This bride had a lot of gay friends. Oh, and I. Usually the friends that I go see in Ohio from where I'm from, like we don't have a lot of, we don't have any gay friends really. Mm. We don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't even have any black friends. It's just like, <laughs> it's just me. I mean, I'm not black, but it, I'm just, I represent everything. I represent you're, the gays. You're gay. I represent black. the blacks, the Hispanics. Yeah, Hispanic. the you have a Takate. Low income, everything. Yeah, on. Yeah. I'm representing everything that they're not. And uh, <laughs> so I wasn't used to that, but then I, there were these gay guys and they were like so much fun. They were just dancing, that sounds awesome. singing along, just like good vibes. And mm. I was just thinking like every wedding should just hire a couple gay guys. Yes. But I think that's what's happening with this Vietnamese thing. Yes, exactly. Because Vietnamese people, we like- It's we, a hype man. Yes. We, we know how to party. We know how to yes. have fun, but we can't like really let loose. Yes. So we're going to get this other dude we need a leader yeah. who like by definition is like countercultural. yeah you know his very existence yeah. is like and is <laughs> shouldn't happen you know <laughs> and we're like okay this guy is already way out of there yeah so he's probably going to be able to like really get this party going i love that you yeah. as asians we outsource the fun <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be that one guy in the in the village yeah. who like oh you know, Tam lives with his best friend, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we're not supposed to really approve of his lifestyle, wink, wink. But <laughs> when there's a marriage, <laughs> calling him up. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? 
Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, and we're back with Das Race News Race for news. this week. Das this, is, this is a big week for Asian in the news. It is. It really we is. We are... Like, we're having a moment. We're we, having a news moment. By moment, you mean three days. Three days. Three business days. Three days and two <laughs> podcasts. And yep. it is, it's crazy. So, New York Times has, has got, uh, there must be some Asian person who just got promoted into the editorial staff. I agree. New York Times. Because yeah. this guy's like, hey, we should talk to Asian people. Yeah. And everyone in the New York Times is just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you mean, like, not China? Like, <laughs> and because they they uh, i guess the first thing we'll talk about is um they did a nice a little like big article about mm-hmm. uh, asian af yes yes and, and what is asian af what is it you've t- you've been on asian i AF, haven't right? asian af is a comedy variety show that originated in la mm-hmm. in the ucb community by will Choi. will Choi, like to will Choi. yes he's like a producer comedian actor uh and in the article it said that you know he had noticed that ucb they were doing a lot of um themed shows based on people's different cultures but they Mm -hmm. had nothing for asian people Mm -hmm. so he did it and since then it has really become such a financial asset to the ucb organization because they sell out every show absolutely in right away new york and la yeah um and so then it just kind of took off from there and you know he does a good job of booking up and coming acts you know, stand-up comedians, improv teams, but he also has, like, he always books a couple of, like, big names, and mm. by big names, I mean, like, you know, Asian comics who are out there doing big things, like Aparna, Aparna or, right. like, Joke and Booster. Cool. Um, I know a couple of times he had that, I, I forgot her name, but there's it's that girl from the uh, Netflix TV show 13 Reasons Why, mm. the Asian girl from that. Yep. Um, so he does a good, a good job of getting quote-unquote famous people to get good press, but it's just grown into this thing, and uh, I've done it in New York, and it was it was an amazing show. It's just cool to see that there's like a bunch of cool Asians who are like down with comedy. Because I felt like when I started, that I had always felt like Asian people weren't really into comedy. I, before I did stand up, I remember I went to Eastville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd Berry was was there. Okay, he did, he did his thing, and it was cool. It was like fun to watch. And then this one comic goes up. I forgot what he said exactly. Some Asian-y thing. He saw us, right? He was an Asian comic? No, he was just a white. He was a white oh, comic. Okay, okay, okay. But like as an Asian person, if you're in a comedy show and the comedy com- comedian sees you're Asian. Yeah, you got to prepare for that crouching tiger joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, <laughs> Buckle uh, up, babies. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. As soon as that happens, you kind of like instinctively like cover your face. Yeah, because yeah, you're just yeah, like, yep. oh, here comes like the bad driving joke yep, or yep. the dry cleaners, know, dry cleaner yeah. joke or Insert whatever. stereotypical yep, joke, yep. right? You know, which... um. You, you know, as me now, now that I'm on the other side of the mic, so to speak, I can kind of get it because like, when you're up on stage, you're kind of trying to get something going. And you can yeah. kind of panic sometimes. You yeah. just go to the first fucking thing you think of, which yeah. is not a good thing. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, it happens. Um, but like as an Asian person, you're, you know, you kind of think, oh, well, you know, I like comedy, but yeah. I never see any 
Asian comedians. Yes, so, yes. You know, like you don't think of it as being a space, and so now like Asian yeah. AIF is doing that, and like people are coming out in droves. Yes, and uh, so that that's cool to know that there's a demand there. Um, but I guess the other cool thing is like a lot of our friends were mentioned in the article. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, Misha Han. Misha Han. Shout, shout out to Misha. There was also a girl that I met at this festival in Austin that I did. Uh, her name is Yola Lu. There was a paragraph about her how she started her own Asian show in Austin. Oh shit. Called We're Asian Y'all or something like that. Um, <laughs> because you know Y'all is South and. <laughs> oh man, I love that. Uh, We're yes. Asian Y'all. Anyways, yes. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's something like that. <laughs> and to pitch it. She just said, she just said, hey, Asian AF sells out every month. And they're like, yes, please come do our show. Like, so the people are using it as a case study to sell their own, own it is. shows. That's just, and it's in Harvard Business it's, School it's now. It's great. It's great. Yes. But well, I would like to point out that, you know, often in this podcast, you and I, you know, our friends are on Netflix, our friends are on Comedy Central, and we're like, shout out, shout out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're like, uh, we never, we're not on there. We're not I with know. you guys, you know? <laughs> we're like, but we're like, someday if they do Asians, we'll be on the front line. Nope. nope uh, we this, are. There was an article about Asian comedians in New York City. In New York City. Couldn't get more specific. Our names are now nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. We're still here on this couch. <laughs> Both of us still wearing shorts. And, and I've done the show. Not even yeah. a shout out. God damn. I've been there. <laughs> It's so funny. I mean, can't yeah. get no love yeah, from the Asian community or the comedy community. Yeah, whenever there's like, it's like, oh, we're looking for like diversity. Yeah, and then I'm, I don't know. It's like I, I kind of feel like I'm not diverse enough, you know, because I'm still like a cisgendered straight guy. Ah, uh, yeah. You I know? mean, that is a that is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta fix that, bro. Oh uh, shit! Oh <laughs> man, I knew something was wrong. Oh, man, I've been man. trying to write jokes this whole time. Let's talk also about this other thing, our other moments. New York Times has this podcast called Still Processing, which is kind of like a pop culture-y, yep, you know, somewhat political podcast. And they had a two-part. Mm-hmm. Ooh, see, we're having a moment. Ooh, two like billion people, two parts. <laughs> two, uh, two, <laughs> two billion people, two part, two part section. Yep. Where, yeah, where they they talk about. Asian Americans and like the racism we've experienced, which is like a very particular kind. It's very, so nuanced. Very particular flavor of racism. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? Because it's not, it's not it's like not like eating, police shot shooting. No, it's racism. not like eating spicy curry. It's like, ah, it's so obvious. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, what is, what is, what is this like seed that's making my tongue numb? Oh, so is that lavender? Yeah, oh, exactly. Paprika? Exactly. So that's what, yeah. And, and it was interesting listening. I, I had to listen to it in like two minute increments. Yeah, because I would stop and I would get upset, mm. and I go and I would kind of like talk to myself for a little bit about but, it. But tell me more about this upset. Like, what upset? How and who, at who? Well, so okay, like so they basically kind of run through all of the ways you can be racist to an Asian person. <laughs> yeah, they do give you. It's, it's almost like they were giving people ideas. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you want to know how to hurt an Asian person's feelings? <laughs> step them, one. Step one. Ask them where they're from. Where they're from? Come out really. There's like five <laughs> things, right? Like where they're from. Tell an Asian dude you won't date him. Yep. Talk about Asian girl being submissive. Yep. Uh, what was another one? Yellow fever. Yellow fever. Yeah. You know, it has, it's it's stuff like that. And, you know, I've been dealing with this, I guess my whole life, but yeah. like, you know, sort of consciously dealing with it since I was in college. So mm-hmm. It's been like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about the podcast. So, I mean, that was, it was, it was great. It's dope. They, it was well done. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, they talked to Andrew T. They talked to all these people and they were doing their thing and it was cool, but... It's like, shit, it's been like 20 fucking years. And, and the I'm, conversation has not moved we forward. We didn't really, we're still on this. You right. You know what I'm saying? It's just now it happens on Tinder. 
Yes, <laughs> the, the medium has changed. The medium has changed. Right, I seriously. So it's like, yes, everybody knows this. I think our issue is that like we seem to not be able to depart from this basic yeah. um, narrative of like, we're sad. <laughs> and like, yeah, we know, but mm. we've been telling people we're sad for 20 years yeah. without anything really changing whereas i feel like other cultures like the gay community and the black community mm -hmm. they were they've they, i don't know how i haven't really done this research but they've been <laughs> able to kind of like move that there, obviously there's some problems obviously there's oh, always duh. hate crime and that's a thing but putting that aside for now like mainstream wise you know the conversation i think i feel in some ways has absolutely has evolved, i mean but. first of all the fact that like rap music is pop music now right mm. huge progress right That's back true. in I the day saw, i just saw hamilton you know and right. they got that shit on on broadway now. exactly and white so like people bouncing their heads it, to that. It, it, 10 15 years ago you know, rich white people were like well that's not really for us but right. now their kids are listening to it so they can't yes they can't say that anymore yep. because their kids are dancing yep. to it you know and i think with you know with, with the gay community it's, it's become more mainstream media i mean they, they got the the right to marry yeah you know they made some great strides which exactly. is awesome but it's like we have how many Asian American sitcoms are there? Still like one. Just one. Just we one. had one twenty years ago with Margaret Cho. Yeah, and it failed. Which yeah. Yep. And then twenty years later we had one more. One more. Yeah. So like you know, like Yeah, it's like we're moving, moving on really from slow. flip phone to smartphone. And perhaps it's because a lot of the things we're fighting for, it's not illegal you know what i mean like it's mm. illegal for it was illegal for gay people to get married or like yeah. you know for a while i mean like anal sex was illegal right so that was <laughs> it, it was illegal in like a lot of different states back sure. then right and then um like when asian guys complain about how they can't date white girls and stuff it's like it's not illegal <laughs> so it's hard, <laughs> it's it's hard to be like mm, like oh, the the supreme court can only help you so far you know yeah. what I mean? it's like the rest is up to your game so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's dope that something, you know, that people notice us, you yeah. know, that's cool, right? That, but uh, we're, we're still, we're still doing this thing and next year we'll, you know, will they, we'll probably be will they still be thing. casting Matt Damon and shit? Yeah. You know? like, so, what I mean, so what does, what does the next level look like or what do we think it looks like? So, you know, we've got a lot of listeners sending in things and like with really deep questions that are really yeah. complex yeah and i think that's really where we need to those are the questions we have to answer yes exactly and those are the answers that we need people to know yes and like for example this one guy asked you know jonathan he was real nice and he's he's been kind of he sent us this very you know thoughtful email about you know do you want to embrace your stereotype do you not want to mm -hmm. in some ways other races do that. They do kind of quote unquote embrace a quote unquote stereotype. For example, like Mexican people are very proud of um, mariachi music. Mm -hmm. It is dope. Yeah. It is legitimately good. Yeah. Like it's yeah. cool as fuck when you see like 10 dudes dressed like that and yeah. they're like playing music and shit. Yeah. You know, it could be a harmful stereotype, but at the same time, it's like this, this is who they are. Yeah. So in some ways, it's sort of like, you know, you've talked about this. Like we kind of do need to say, yeah, tig Asian tiger moms. Yeah, they're 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 kind of badass, you know, like yeah, you kind of yeah, just yeah, need yeah. to like say, yeah, they, they're kind of a thing and they're, they're kind of dope. Maybe they're not good at driving because they're too busy making moves, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're, th they're too busy thinking they're just about their too business. Busy. Oh, I'm sorry that like, you know, I kind of like lane drifted, but it's because I'm dealing with like, you know, all of my shit that I had to do from, you know, racist and like people trying to give me shit this whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like too many got, haters for me to drive. I got, I got too many street. haters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's fucking, she's fucking drifting and shit, man. Right. So I don't I, know what it is. I like this how point to do it, but I like this point that you're making because uh, people have always historically said like, 
oh, like rap music, that's for like poor people, like educated mm-hmm. thug, uneducated thugs, you know? And black people were like, no. There was a video of Malia Obama like dancing to uh, Bryson Tiller's R&B song at some like Coachella or some shit. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's for everybody because it's, A, it's amazing music. It's just like part of who they are. And mm-hmm. I think it just goes to prove, no, it's not a class thing. This is our thing. This is our culture and we love it. And we hope that you do too. But with Asian people, our whole thing for the main part is like, no, 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 I'm bad at math. Like, don't don't yeah. think I'm good at math. Don't think that my mom made me practice piano. We're like rejecting all these things that are like so true for so many of mm. us where there's no read. Just be like, yeah, I'm a fucking amazing piano player <laughs> and I work at Google as an engineer. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Like that is more interesting than being like, no, 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 I'm just like a normal guy. I just like. That's how fucked up it is. Like, that's how much like. The racism has gotten into our heads yeah. where like we can't like like my wife, she has perfect pitch. Yeah. She can play like four instruments. Yeah. And you know that if a white person could play two, they would be fucking telling you every goddamn <laughs> day about it. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh my god, check out my like new C D that I made and now I'm yep. gonna travel and blah blah blah. Yep, like, yep, yep. But like my wife, she doesn't practice music anymore. But yep. she you know, for her it was like a big trauma. She just didn't like doing it. And she has like she has actual skills, yeah. actual talent, yep. and she just kind of suppresses it because it yes. was like that's how she has to do to kind of like live in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that so that people see her as something else. Oh, that's so, so sad. It's so sad. It's that's like you're so working sad. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're just seeing all these mediocre people play, oh. like, playing instruments and then like the people who are actually good who like played forever like piano, cello, whatever the fuck yeah. it is, they can't do that shit. Yeah. Because they got to like try to fucking do something else, you know? It's, and it's then, crazy. And then the society responds, like Harvard responds by saying, agents have no oh, characteristics. Don't, don't have enough, so you guys don't, don't really have do stuff. Characteristics. Here's the thing about, <laughs> I keep thinking about that Harvard thing. You don't want our personality. You don't want this, okay? You think you want like my, you think you want my wife or my mom up all up in admissions in Harvard? They will fucking tear a new asshole, you know? And it's just, it got, uh, you know, we're so doing you a favor. We're, we're helping you out. You don't want this internal anger that we've internalized. Right, you know right, right, right. You're welcome. So Damn. I think that's, I think that's, you know, to, to go, to go back to sort of what is like the next level of like, what is Asian thing? At first, I, th- I do think it's like, <laughs> as much, as much as it pains me to say, yeah. people like us trying to make things happen. Yeah. Right. Like trying to just, you know, you need to see more Asian people. You need to hear more Asian voices you need to you know experience like uh, like weird Asian comedy you know whether it's on YouTube or Twitter or on our podcast or whatever you you just need to kind of we need to find our lane whatever that is yeah and there's going to be a lot of missteps but I think part of it is kind of like relooking at the things that are so-called weaknesses of ours Mm -hmm. and going you know what maybe it's cool no white girls want to get with me because then well, no, that's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as part of our uh, uh, trying to push push the envelope a little bit, you, we can leave voicemails, and they were taking voicemails. I don't know if they're still taking it for a third episode of this um, is the um, the podcast. For the podcast, for still processing, okay. they have a phone number, and you can call it, and and that's how a lot of people left all the other like racism stories, and so um, we're gonna give it a call. Yep. And, and we're, we're, just gonna, gonna, we're gonna leave a voicemail live. Live. I haven't left a voicemail in like five years. Oh my god! When people leave me a voicemail, I just assume you're a psychopath. <laughs> oh my god! I just hated leaving voicemails. And then remember before that answering machines? Yes. Oh my god! You, you I, before I would leave one. Usually, what I would do is I would write notes because under the pressure of like you got the ten seconds. 
Like, you're oh, gonna forget what you're gonna say. I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I would be like, oh, hey, it's Mike. Uh, I have a big crush on you, and would you like to go to to homecoming with me? Click. Oh, I shouldn't have left it as a voicemail. Oh shit! And then just click. <laughs> so we're gonna keep. We're gonna we're gonna leave this message Let's here. Let's do it. Asian voicemails live. Speakerphone, baby. Oh yeah. Let that shit ring. You've reached still processing a podcast from the New York Times. This is one of your hosts, Jenna Wortham. Leave us your name and where you're from. Tell us your story or your comment or your question. And just keep in mind that you're giving us permission to use your voice on the show. Thanks, and we love you. Hey, Jenna. Hi. Hey, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Mike Nguyen. Hi, and I'm Fumi Abe. And we're a host of the Asian Not Asian podcast. And we just wanted to leave <laughs> a podcast-to-podcast voicemail. Um, thanks for listening to Asian people for two episodes, which is tight. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to try to take it to the next level. Uh, right, Fumi? Yeah, we're going to try to take it. We were very inspired by your um, podcast, both parts. We listened to both parts. And, uh, yeah, we you know we heard the complaints. We've been hearing about that shit for... Are we allowed to curse on here? We've been hearing about that stuff for... You know, 20 years. Oh, at least. And uh, we just want to let you know that I think we're going to try to embrace those stereotypes so people think that we're cool now. Man, this is going to be so weird when taken out of context. But <laughs> good, keep up the good work. And uh, hey, check us out. Uh, Asian Not Asian Podcast. Yeah, check out our podcast. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Bye. Bye. I think that went great. And we're back with another another fun segment. We've been doing we've done a couple of these kind of mm-hmm. Asian nostalgia things. Being a child of the '90s and you a child of the whatever they were called 2000s. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I guess 2000s. The and millenniums. The millenniums. <clears throat> we we did one about we talked about prom. Mm-hmm. That was great. We talked about cars. Yep, that was fun. And now we're going to talk about music, a subset subset of music. Yep. We're gonna um boner jams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the the music that we first got. Our uh, we lost our virginities too. Yeah, I don't like saying we like, like, we, did <laughs> like it we did it together. No, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay, you know. Um, but like you know, what, what were those? What, what were those like night magic songs? Magic that were songs. On yeah. When things got a little, you know, like like for me. Well, so wait before we get into like the the artists. Um, okay. Tell me like how old you were, like what year was it, and like where did you live. In, in like what circumstances were you playing these were these songs? You know? uh-huh. that, so that matters. I lived at home. I mean, I, li- <laughs> I was a, I was a teenager. <laughs> okay, I was a teenager. That's you know, I was in high school. That's when you know, I won't say exactly when you yeah. know, things got things got a little a little freaky freaky. But <laughs> you know, I mean, <clears throat> that's the thing. Do you remember that really terrible like um, uh, crime thing that they covered in uh, in Serial? Remember that? Remember cereal? Yeah, yeah, Heyman, Heyman, Heyman Park or whatever. Yeah, that was cereal, right? I think one thing that was that I don't know. They never talked about it, but like, she she's my year of high school, and she went to a school I knew, right? Whoa! Yeah, I didn't know her, but like, oh my god! But like, this podcast just got so much more interesting. Yeah, so like, I think she would have been class of ninety nine, and I was class of ninety nine, and or maybe she was ninety eight. Whoa, dude! Yeah, dude, and so you probably had some mutual friends. I wouldn't be surprised, but um, <clears throat> one thing they don't really talk to talk about is that like uh, her and um, who, who's who's the, the her boyfriend who 
Adnan. Adnan. Yeah. They, like, they talk about how they have sex and stuff. Yeah. And, like, nobody kind of talked about that, but it's like, hey, she was, like, an honor student and everything like that. Yeah. Man, Asian people get their freak on. They get their freak on. You know? It happens. Dude, we don't does think like some, we do. You got to get off after those A's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why? Other, otherwise, why are you getting those A's? Why are you getting those? Why For you Harvard? No. You, you know, dude. She wants her box eaten, okay? Yeah, man, dude. You, you, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you go into that AP class because that's where the freaks are. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting into that AP Euro history. Shit, I didn't know that, man. Yeah, so... um. Anyways, back to back back to my my story. But like, you know, I was in high school. Uh, I would go over to my girlfriend, ex, you know, high school girlfriend's place, mm-hmm. and like, that's where you know we would like. So you go to her place because your mama's home. Yeah. Also, my house sucked, so <laughs> her house was better. So we, you know, I had sisters. I can't begin doing that with right, my sisters, right, 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 right. So yeah, we go to her place, and then she would always play. She had like a oh, like, she had some music ready for you. Yeah, she had some music. She was servicing you. That's nice. <laughs> she had some music. She had like her, you know, she had the the the, the two tape machine. Yes, I've seen those. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had like a special like you know romantic mixtape that oh that had um boys to men. Which one? To, uh, to I'll make love to you. So that's that's a great song. It's a little on the nose, but I see I see the merit. Well, you know, what are you gonna play like a whole bunch of like Blink One Eight Two or something like? it's <laughs> like a song for jumping around man yeah. yeah to be honest with you i don't remember the rest of it yeah just the, i'm just not really focusing on, on the, music the music at that point <laughs> i was preoccupied you're giving it to you're like hmm i love you are you dj <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh shit i really like how you what? changed up the syncopation um with tapes did she ever like skip songs because on tapes you have to be like oh yeah uh no it was just sort of like whatever you know mm. i think we had you have that. You have like some Jodeci. You know, this is like all those 90s jams. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. nice. Yeah. You know, when I started having sex more frequently, uh, I would play music. But we had Spotify that by then. Because um, this is like, I guess like sort of end of my college, beginning of my adult life. Right. Okay. So Spotify. Uh, like early 20s. Out. Right. So Spotify was already out. So I would use Spotify. <clears throat> I think, th- you know, maybe times has changed because maybe like when you were in your early 20s or whatever like it was it was like hot to play like boys to men or like there were a lot of r&b like sexy boner jams you know but, boner jams yeah but like you know fast forward to when i was going through that it was especially because i lived in brooklyn you can't you know you can't i can't play like maroon five you mm, know what i mean like yeah. brooklyn girls don't want to fuck the maroon five unfortunately i love maroon five um <laughs> I love songs about Jane. Sunday morning, pumpkin rolling. It's a good song. Uh, those are not the words. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's the thing. Is like I had this, like, Brooklyn filter. So if you want to fuck in Brooklyn, you get, like, you no know, cool bands. That was annoying. Oh, so I'd, I'd play this. Do research? I would play this band called Rye. R-H-Y-E. It's just, like, soft, soft rock, rock pop. Rock pop. Okay. Yeah. And he's, like, a guy, but he sounds like a girl. You got to keep it, like, androgynous. You know what I mean? See, that kind of sucks. I feel this generation's really missing out because, like, the 90s, the late 90s had, like, R&B. And this was when R&B was, like, all, like, it was, like, four black dudes wearing gigantic suits. Yep. And they'd all, like, be talking about, girl, yeah. Yeah. Wind, oh, wind chimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Snap. Waterfall know? for no Ooh, reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it was a lot of that. A lot of intro tracks. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that. A lot, a lot of just, like, you know, uh, uh, like, I need you so bad. You know, like, yeah. like, crazy, like, really emotive stuff. Yes, yes. And R&B now isn't like that. No, R&B like now that. is, like, The weekend. And he's, like, talking about, like, doing cocaine or something like that. Like, you yeah. can't, can't be getting all, like, soft and, like, romantic and stuff like that and listen to The weekend talking about, like, doing blow off a glass, like, yeah, you know, table. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so it's, like, there isn't that kind of 
it's not as authentic Real anymore. Sexual music. But I guess like just like comedy, maybe R&B artists will now say if you talk about like, "Girl, I love you." Uh, that's hack. Right, like similar to comedy in the nineties. Mm, maybe you know you had comedians going up there and be like, "Oh, you guys are Asian." Like, yeah, I see like, what you're you saying. Know, what do you guys own yeah. a dry cleaners yeah. and a karate yeah. dojo? Ha! Ah, ah, like that was acceptable back then. So and now like, you got it. Now that now R and B's got to talk about cocaine and shit. Yeah, it's mm, moving on interesting. Topics. That's well, still like you know, still you. you you, you can't, you know, you can't be getting like a nice romantic candlelit dinner and, and talk about cocaine. Right. So that's and that's a, why I think with music, that's why there's always a place for like genuine. There's always a place ooh, for genuine, one, baby. Right? There's always a place for 112. Man, I'm pregnant already. <laughs> right. Because because like to your point today, it's a little like it's too tricky. It's Everything's like, a turn up, you know? You know, it's, what are you talking about? Cocaine? Like, are, yeah, there, what are, what are, are there even girls at this party at this that party, you're at? Are you just, are you just be, being sad? You yeah, know, you exactly. Never tell the guy's just a lot emo. Of, like Drake is like that, right? He's always yes. sad, crying. I'm He's crying. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, back in the day, it's a little bit more obvious. Like right. the, the plot of the of the lyrics is more obvious. Right. So there's exactly. always going to be a place for that. Yes. Know? Did you guys fuck the Britney Spears? Or is that too like Twinkie for you? Um, or not Twinkie. What's the word? Tweeny? I don't know. No, but also Britney Spears, like that's a thing too. You don't want to have like a, like a teenage girl there, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. That, that's why you need like um, experienced older black men <laughs> accommodating you, right? Because yeah, exactly. you feel like he's almost guiding you. Yeah, he's he's gonna help you out. He's, he's gonna like, help you out. He's like, don't worry, bro. I got you. Right. But with Britney yeah. Spears, she's like, I've never done this before, and you're like, well, neither have I. So what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Oh my god. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, thank you so much for listening, everybody. That was episode 23. Uh, we forgot to do an outro, so this is just going to be me, Fumi. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. You can find Mike at NicePantsBro. And we also have a joint Instagram account at Asian, not Asian Pod. We also have an email address. Uh, that's Asian, not Asian Pod at Gmail. Dot com. Um, please keep leaving reviews. That's been really helpful. We have over 50 reviews now. That's amazing. Uh, so keep doing that and keep telling your friends. And also email us with any questions or things you want us to discuss on the podcast. Uh, cool. And other than that, oh, and our next uh, monthly comedy show, Hack City Comedy Show, the last one was such a success. It was great. It was packed. It was sold out. Uh, our next show is It's the third... Wednesday of August, which I think is August uh, 15th, 8 p.m., Black Cat, LES, 172 Rivington Street. So come out. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.